You are listening to Aldrin Sampia on SAFM. Well, so following the calls that we got around the NSFS and also the complaints um, we heard earlier on from Mubango, we managed to get NSFS um, on the line. Slumezis Kosana is the spokesperson um, for the organization uh, to clarify what the rules are and why people are being defunded. Uh, if you remember about last week, they had a similar conversation on the talking point. Uh, KG Mugeti was in for, for Kathy Mutlatlana. So if you go on to our website, just look for the podcast there and you'll get further details around uh, the rationale and also how NSFS has come to this conclusion to defund uh, some students. But Slumezi now joining us on the line. Let's just revisit that conversa- conversation. Slumezi, good afternoon or good evening. Thank you so much for making time for us. Um, let's start off with the decision actually to defund some of these students who actually do not meet the criteria. Um, good evening, uh, Aldrin. Um, yeah, the decision to uh, defund uh, students uh, that were not uh, deserving was actually based on the fact that um, after the report, or the preliminary report that was received from, uh, or rather that was presented uh, by the SIU in April, we were already running, you know, our authentication and verification processes. But we have since transcended them uh, to an extent that uh, those that do not qualify but manage to, uh, you know, come through the system, um, have had to be defunded. Okay, so how did you go about that particular process? Because now the concern that's raised um, and Mubango that we had on air but earlier on as well was saying that the defunding is happening in the middle of an academic year. Yeah, that's a, that, that I think that's a genuine uh, concern, but uh, we've got to also put it in context in the following manner that uh, naturally at the beginning of the year uh, we would run you know the verification and uh, uh, verification process that is uh, working with uh, third party um, agencies of government such as your sasa sars uh, very credit and the others you know to try and make sure that the two uh, major um, uh, criteria which is financial eligibility and academic eligibility are met. But you'd find that uh, also based on these inputs, uh, you know, from agencies, the information is not um, static. Um, it's, uh, it's fluid. If you, um, at the beginning of the year, could be regarded as uh, maybe indigent and along the way, uh, or mid-year, you actually get employment and are earning far above um, let's say the 350 weeks is our threshold, the system will, 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 will pick that up. And as and when that happens, it, it, it clearly means that your situation has changed and therefore um, the decision uh, might go against you in case that's the case. But mid-year? Yes. Uh, look at it this way, you know, from um, the responsibility and accountability to handle public funds. If you discover some kind of uh, misrepresentation or some mischief uh, in April, would you rather wait until the beginning of uh, next year before you take action? Uh, Chances are that uh, you would not do so. But uh, here's a recourse, uh, Aldrin, that um, there are people that may have, uh, you know, told us at the beginning of, let's say, the year that they do not have parents, they don't know where their parents are, but as we run our systems to try and verify we can we know uh, who their parents are and that they uh, actually are above you know the 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 the, the threshold so we will we will 
implement the decision accordingly because uh, later on you'd be blaming us, Aldrin, for having spent uh, money on somebody for a period of five months, six months that was not deserving. Mm. So, so, so going forward, dealing with this issue because you are literally disrupting the the um, the, the the year, the academic year, right, for the student. And the example that you made a bit early on for me is really apt. And um, that is, at the beginning of the year when I applied, I qualified, but then somebody in my household then got a job, um, and all of a sudden now I'm being disqualified. But what if I'm actually part of the so-called missing middle just because? Um, somebody in my household now has an income doesn't necessarily mean that they can afford to pay my school fees. No, definitely, but uh, that is not the terrain that uh, we would want to venture in uh, because we've got a policy to implement, uh, Aldrin. If the policy says um, the threshold is 350, we try by all means that uh, whoever uh, needs funding from a government policy point of view um, should be below that uh, threshold. If the situation changes, then um, your, 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 your funding will also have to change. I, I, I do sympathize with the fact that uh, if it's in the middle of the year, it, it, it looks and sounds a little disruptive, but at the point when such uh, is discovered, it needs to be dealt with. And, uh, but we're not insensitive or call us about mm. this thing. We're saying that... Um, if you are aggrieved and uh, you've got a case you know to put forward uh, you can you can you can still do that yeah. you you yes but but why didn't and or, or why isn't NSFAS giving them the option of converting the grant into a loan um with with a with, with a low interest rate perhaps because um the funding is still required you see uh, Aldrin, those are the sort of options and views that we expect you know people to put forward but may i hasten to say that uh, the government is already doing that it, it, it's not my space to speak on behalf of DHEAD, but i am aware that uh, minister uh, dr blayton the monday um, is spearheading the effort you know to um, pass through parliament uh, a, a comprehensive uh, funding uh, strategy for for tertiary students so that is in the works uh, specifically to address the question of the missing middle. But uh, I cannot preempt whether that would be a, a full bursary or a part bursary or a combination of the two. Uh, but I think we just have to give that some time mm. to, uh, yeah, to stew up and then we'll see. So, so once you notify the beneficiary that your funding is going to be stopped, how soon does the funding stop? That, are they allowed a three-month notice, a month's notice or something like that? Uh, because some of them also um, secure their accommodation through the funding that they get from NSFAS. No, sure. We give, we, we give, we give them the, the, the option to immediately um, supply us with the uh, information. And then uh, within a period of uh, 14 days, uh, we can then determine whether the case is valid for review or not. Okay, but, but once you've decided that actually you do not qualify... Do you give them a, a, a some sort of leeway, uh, a cool-off period to say that within this particular uh, period, we will stop funding and you must find new accommodation? Uh, not at this stage, but uh, we, we, we will, uh, I think, in due course, make uh, representations to the powers that be 
uh, that that be looked at, you know, because we. So know when you stop it, you stop it immediately. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, Aldrin. It is stopped uh, immediately because when an act of transgression is discovered, you wouldn't want to say, "Hey." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but like like you said earlier on with the example, it's not an act of disc- uh, of discretion. Uh, or or regress, transgression, sorry. Um, But it is the person's family has now found a job. One of the people in the family has now found a job. Yeah. Okay. um, 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 Let's have the conversation again, uh, Slumuzi, once you guys have come up with some sort of intervention around how you're going to assist um, the children. Because I, I have to say, though, stopping funding in the middle of an academic year is very disruptive. Um, and, and there's no two ways ar- around that. Uh, we also need to accept, though, that some people are getting money when they are actually don't deserve to be getting that money. They don't qualify. There is a problem, though, that I've noticed around um, our social package sometimes. So, for instance, with the SRD grant as well, some people who would get money being deposited into their accounts, like somebody says, hey, can you please, can I please borrow your bank account? Can somebody please um, deposit money into your account? Once the department finds out, this is now social development, finds out that there was money that went into your account and the person perhaps, for whatever reason, they will stop that 350 SRD grant and that's the reason why they're being taken to court. Not to say that you actually have an income now, but there's somebody who asked to actually borrow your account so that money can be deposited into that account. But anyway, it is what it is.